B98.5's Tide and Direct Show podcast. Helping you catch up on what you missed. All the stuff you need to know to start your day. It's Info to Go on B98.5. Sponsored by Breda Pest Management. They handle the bugs and critters. It's 625. Cloudy, cooler, scattered rain showers off and on all day. More so toward tonight. 76 for a high today. What is up, Kara? I know everybody is sick and tired of being stuck at the house board. The weather's been nice. Summer's right around the corner. And it's time to get out and have some fun. Most of us, if you grew up here... You depend on going to ride all the rides over at Six Flags over sure. Georgia or maybe even hitting up the uh, tubes over at Whitewater. Right. But things are going to be a lot different this year. They are working really hard to make sure that everybody's going to feel safe and is still going to be able to have a good time. So marketing director for Six Flags over Georgia and Whitewater, Gene Petricolo, told Channel 2 Action News they're making some major changes. You will have to wear a mask to visit our parks and walk into the park. If you do not have a mask, you will not be able to visit us and you must wear that mask throughout your visit. Every single guest, whether you're a member, a season pass holder, or a one-day visitor, you will need to make a reservation on our website, sixflags.com slash reserve. And that's not the only thing that's happening. They're going to have temperature screenings when you come in, no-touch bag checks, and there's even going to be a clean team who is going all over the park and sanitizing all high-touch areas. So they're working really hard to get this together, although they have not said when they're going to open their doors quite yet. I saw that they're using thermo imaging mm-hmm. to be able to get your temperature so it's not like they're gonna you're gonna walk in they're gonna stick something in your ear no you're just as you walk through it'll be like eh, eh, and right then you get pulled aside now mark aram yesterday i heard talking about he went to a restaurant they were checking temperature there and he said a shocking number of people actually registered <gasps> really a high fever it's very oh my t- gosh now, it's not necessarily coronavirus but you just you know You'd Somebody like me, know. a hypochondriac like me, like every time I check my temperature, I'm, it's one Oof. tenth of a degree off. And I'm like, ah, what's going on? Well, I'm going to be going over to ride the coasters because it sounds like they're working really hard to make sure everybody's yeah, safe. Yeah, it does. I saw them wiping down all the rides and stuff. So very good. You ready for a good feeling? Yes, ma'am. sometimes I get a good feeling. Yeah. So speaking of wearing some masks... It's kind of becoming a part of everyday life. And for those who are hard of hearing, it's been a major challenge. Seven-year-old Taylor Nybert is from Georgia, and she was born with some major hearing loss. So even though she has a little implant to help her out a little bit, she told her that Channel 2, she told Channel 2 Action News that she's still been struggling. Sometimes I read the lips when they're talking, so it's kind of easy for me to hear them. So since she can't read lips, if people are wearing a mask, her mom and her doctor are really concerned when she goes back to school that she's not going to fully understand what's going on. So her doctor is uh, Melissa Wickoff, and she searched for a solution for her patients and actually stumbled on a company called The Hearing Spot. And they are making masks that kind of have a little clear plastic window that goes across the lips. So people who do depend on lip reading to kind of get the full on 
communication that somebody else is trying to give to them right. can figure it all out. I think that is so super cool. And even just to see an expression on somebody's face. Absolutely. Like I'm I'm listening to both of these stories, right? The Six Flags story, you're going to have to wear a mask if you go to Six Flags. Mm-hmm. And then this story, we're just going to have to, con- and I'm, I believe this is already happening, continually improve the comfort of the mask, the accessibility of the mask. Make Absolutely. masks better. Totally. I mean, can you imagine those people who are kind of stuck in the hospital and they don't get to see their family and all they see of these doctors and nurses are their eyes? Right. They don't get to see. They don't get to smiling, see. Right. Any kind of expression. How great would that right. be for for those people? So very good. Got to have the windows. Going to have to start brushing our teeth again. If yeah, you're going to be able to see through there. Grab a quick hundred bucks. But she won't make it easy. It's Are You Smarter Than Kara on B98.5. Mary Ellen Ackworth. Hey. Hey. Good news. I wrote the questions today. Usually Drex does. Kara loses a lot when I write the questions. Because you write terrible questions. She says I write terrible questions. Can you imagine? Ugh. All right. So the attitude is horrible. <laughs> the questions aren't prepared. Marielle, do us a favor. Kick Kara out of the studio. Kara, girl, get out. I'm out of here, Marielle. Good luck. <laughs> All right, here we go. Kara's making her way out. I'm going to ask you these five questions. Then I'll bring Kara back in, ask her the same exact questions. All you got to do is answer more right than Kara. Take $100 of her money. Are you ready for question number one? Yes, sir. Josh Gad reunited the cast of the 1984 movie Splash for his YouTube series. Who played the male lead in the movie Splash alongside Daryl Hannah? Tom Hanks. Question two, Jennifer Lopez is said to be heartbroken over postponing her wedding due to the pandemic. Who's her fiance? Oh, shoot. Baseball Man Rodriguez. You know what? I'm going to accept that. You got the last name. Baseball Man Rodriguez. Good enough for me. Question three, fans of John Krasinski's show, Some Good News, are calling him a sellout for selling his show to CBS. He's also stepping down from hosting. Uh, what character did he play on The Office, John Krasinski? He played Jim. Number four, Simon Cowell said he lost 60 pounds during the quarantine. He said the hardest part's when his son orders pizza delivery. What national chain uh, uses the slogan, pizza, pizza? Uh, Little Caesars. Finally, question five. SpaceX and NASA are scheduled to launch the first human space flight from American soil in almost 10 years this afternoon. What does NASA stand for? Oh, God, this is embarrassing. National Association Space And. All right, let's bring Kara back in. I'll let you know you got four right. That should come as no great surprise. Four is the number to beat, Kara. Oh, man. Are you ready for the same questions? I'm ready. Number one, Josh Gad reunited the cast of the 1984 movie Splash for his YouTube series. Who played the male lead in that movie alongside Daryl Hannah? Tom Hanks. That is correct. That's what Marielle said. It is one to one. Question two, Jennifer Lopez is heartbroken over postponing her wedding due to the pandemic. Who's her fiance? A-Rod. Yeah, Marielle said baseball man Rodriguez. We took that. (laughs) It's two to two. Question three, fans of John Krasinski's show, Some Good News, are calling him a sellout for selling that show to CBS. He's also stepping down from hosting. What character did he play on The Office? Oh, gosh, you know I don't watch The Office. I don't know. He was like some worker guy. (laughs) Some worker guy is incorrect. His name, Jim Halpert. It is 
Three to two? Marielle's in the lead? Okay. Question four. Simon Cowell said he lost 60 pounds during quarantine. He says the hardest part is when his son orders pizza delivery. What national pizza chain uses the slogan, pizza, pizza? A little Caesars. Correct answer. Marielle, four. Kara, three. Kara must get this answer oh, right in Keep order to moving. tie. Yeah, yeah. And not have to pay the money. Oh, and this is not an easy question. Stop. Are you ready? <sighs> yes. Question number five. SpaceX and NASA are scheduled to launch the first human space flight from American soil in almost 10 years this afternoon. What does NASA stand for? It's National Aeronautics and Space Administration. National Aeronautics and Space Administration. Is the bleeping correct answer, Kara? <laughs> Holy mackerel. Oh, man. Final score Marielle four, Kara four. Because all ties go to the house, no money. Sorry, Marielle. Phew. Good game, Marielle. Good game. <laughs> I didn't get NASA at all. <laughs> that was a nail. Bro- yeah, she said National Association Space and. <laughs> B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now. Good morning. Thanks for listening. It's Tad, Drex, and Kara. Uh, we know what time capsules are. Yeah. They're uh, people get, to, usually it's like a school project. You put a bunch of items together that represent that time and place or whatever. Like if you were to do a time capsule for 2020, there would be a mask. Mm-hmm. There would be, it, the time capsule would have to be buried six feet below the surface. That would be um, symbolic. Tiger King tape would be in there. Tiger King. Totally. Good example. <laughs> but one was found at uh, Oglethorpe University, a time capsule, with what I believe to be the strangest collection of items ever placed in a time capsule and will be the oldest time capsule eventually. And Mark Aram joins us because you actually, you found this time capsule? I, I, to be fair, I didn't find it. No, it's been there. Uh, <laughs> the producers at Channel 2 found it, part of my roadside attraction feature every morning on Channel 2 Action News this morning, and uh, apparently it piqued your interest there, Tad. What a weird collection of things to put in a time <laughs> capsule back in 1940. A plastic bird, uh, an ashtray, Donald Duck, <laughs> can of beer, fake fingernails. And a typewriter. There's a typewriter. Oh, there's there a typewriter. Too. Right yeah. Now. <laughs> like what? What was? What was the goal? Have you? Did you research and uncover why so these time capsules are? Uh, were, used to be a pretty big thing, and I think in some circles they still are. I remember doing one in elementary school, and we buried it in the in the the back playground. It was, mm-hmm. But ours was not twenty feet by ten feet. It was like a a little box, a little tiny thing. Yeah. yeah. So I was looking at this. It was placed in there in 1940. Mm-hmm. And what makes it the oldest time capsule is not that it was placed in 1940, but the fact that it's going to be opened in what? 8313. Which oh. is over like 6,000 yeah. years <laughs> yeah, from right exactly. now. Exactly. 6,000 years. Yeah. If you were to put something in a time capsule in your real life, mm-hmm. just so you know that you would be good and gone by the time anybody discovered it, yeah. what would that item be? Uh, the videotape I have from Kara at the Christmas party. <laughs> Get out of here. For me, it would be, can I put a person in my time capsule? Sure, so I never have not? to deal with this person again? Blippy. If you have kids, 
if you've seen this, apparently there's some moms that are very thirsty for this children's character. He is the Pee Wee Herman of his day. Oh, wow. There's no character more annoying than Blippi. Look at what it is. This is a piece of watermelon. Hey, I think you and I should learn about fruit today. <laughs> this is going to be fun. Okay, I can tell you as a dad, this is not going to be fun. <laughs> I watched the rest of this. There is a 10,000 fan adult Facebook page called Blippy After Dark of moms. No. who are And this guy, he, he dresses like in a weird kid. He's a kid's character. Maybe the moms love him so much because he entertains their the children. Kids. Yeah. But, I, I mean, Pee Wee Herman was like... Back in the day, I was a kid. I found it funny. I get that my kid finds it funny. So last night, we're watching Blippi, one episode after another. And I'm about, I'm like, uh, where can I go? I need to leave. Like, does anybody need <laughs> anything? I'm going to like run around the block and I want Blippi gone by the time I get back. And my wife keeps on going, okay, Sam, he's five, one more episode. And I'm like, no, no more Blippi. <laughs> so then I decided, you know what? I'll beat them at their own game. And last night, for the last 15 minutes that we were awake, Dad, also known as me, turned into Blippi. So I was like, hey, guess what, everybody? It's time to go to bed, Sam. (laughs) Isn't that the funniest thing? Thinking that I would annoy them to the point where they they would give up on Blippi. Let me tell you something. He ate Mm -hmm. it up. You just made it worse. He's going to be like, now I am going to turn into... Do Blippi, Dad, do Blippi! Put myself in the time capsule. B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now she's going to perform the national anthem before that SpaceX launch later on today. That launch that I'm very nervous about that happens at Mm -hmm. what time? 4.33, and that's if the weather can hold up. Private company launching a person into space. Two people. Seems Yeah, two people. (laughs) And has not had good luck in the past, the mm-hmm. test launches. So prayers for everybody involved for sure. in that. Jeez. <laughs> um, speaking of pop singers, though, Halsey, um, <laughs> while we're, we're launching people into space, she can't even navigate around her own kitchen. Says Uh-oh. she broke her ankle in the <gasps> most unglamorous way. I was loading the dishwasher and I pulled the door down to load the dishwasher and the kitchen floor was wet. And I tripped over the dishwasher door. And after, you know, 2,000 live shows where I'm jumping around for two hours, I finally fractured my ankle in the kitchen at my house. Wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I have definitely scraped up my shins on the dishwasher. Like, it is the most yeah, painful. it really hurts because it hits you right at mid-shin yep. level, too, where it's the like worst spot. the most tender. And you're just like, ah, oh, how did I forget that the dishwasher door was open? How does this happen? But is that the most unglamorous way to get injured, Kara? And I don't know. I've, I've done Seems some like pretty unglamorous things. What is the most unglamorous way that you've hurt yourself? Well, I almost broke my foot just walking through the hall here at work. How did you do that? I was wearing some ridiculously tall stiletto heels and we've got like removable floorboards throughout this building. So all of the wires can run underneath the floors. So if anything were to happen, the engineers could go and just lift up the floor panels and take care of business. Genius. Yeah, until they don't put the floor panel all the way back in the right spot. And just that little kind of lip is still 
hanging up there. So you're walking along. I'm walking along. That stiletto caught that little lip, and down I go. Tumbled to the floor. Everything in my purse spilled out everywhere. I'm walking with my two bosses at the time. Totally embarrassed. And then I'm the weirdo that ran upstairs to security and was like, would you happen to have that video footage? Because I just want to make sure that I fell gracefully in front of my bosses. Oh, you want you didn't want to save it for like the company Christmas party. You wanted to make sure that you were falling gracefully. <laughs> I was going to ask, why are you wearing stilettos? Like, were you going to an event? No, I always used to wear stilettos until I started working overnight. And then in uh, mornings where nobody sees me and they don't care what kind of shoes I'm wearing, I, I wore heels and were, was always dressed to the nines. Whenever I was at work. Now I'm like, I'm in a hoodie and jeans and flip-flops and don't care. (laughs) Once again, the growing theme um, of this show today has been how you gave up on yourself when you started working with the likes of myself (laughs) and Drex. Well, interesting. I mean, you are my own personal Beavis and Butthead. (laughs) If the stiletto fits. B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now... Um, so many people are out of work, but good news is Atlanta is hiring. We have a great resource on our website, B985.com. You click on Atlanta's hiring. Jobs, 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 it's jobs. Huge list. Crazy. It is an opportunity right now. If you're out of work and you work in especially like the entertainment business, mm. people that are, are working like behind the scenes at concerts, different yeah. events that have been canceled. Uh, those are a lot of the, you know, that's just an example of people that are out of work. An opportunity to get creative, kind of maybe see some of the emerging job fields that are out there. Try something different. Mm-hmm. Have you ever tried something different other than like we work in the radio? Have you ever done anything anything outside of radio? I've had five jobs my entire life. Okay. I've worked at Walmart. I've worked at Hooters. I've worked at Casey Rib Company. I've worked at the costume shop, and I've worked here in radio. Funny, the one that I'm most interested in, I don't think is appropriate for a family show. You were a uh, you worked in the back at Hooters, though, right? Uh, no, I was front of house, front of house. <laughs> yes. Okay, I had I took a I took a job at McDonald's, right? Right. Um, I was in I was just in college. I was working in radio, and I took a job at McDonald's. And there was a radio station right next to McDonald's, WDOT. And my boss, my old boss, my old job, everybody really wanted me to go work at WDOT. And I went into WDOT for a for an interview. And, man, they only wanted to pay me $5 an hour. And so I was like, ugh, I can't take, I can't do that. And I ended up taking a job across the town at a station that paid me $8 an hour. Hey. What, what? Rolling in the dough. make you holla, right? <laughs> so then I'm like, well, the $8 isn't cutting it. And my girlfriend at the time and I had a little thing. And she was like, go work at McDonald's. And I thought, okay. So I went down there. I asked for the manager. I turned to my left. Who's standing right next to me after I've asked for the manager? John Nichols, the owner of WDOT, who I had interviewed with oh. and turned down a job two days <gasps> earlier. Then the manager comes to the counter and says, can I help you? And me being a slick genius that I am, I was like, could you hold on one second, please? Acted like I was angry at the (gasps) manager because my burger, which were not in front of me. Right. There was something wrong with my food. Like I was lodging a complaint. I'm horrible at this. Oh, my goodness. So manager, I was like, "I, I need a moment. Manager goes away. 
John Nichols reveals to me he knows that I'm there for a job. <gasps> it was obvious. Oh. So then John Nichols leaves. Manager comes back over. I was like, yeah, I'm here for a job. I'm sorry. And I got hired on the spot. Oh. Back of house. Obviously, after that experience, I was in the back of the house. Yeah, you don't want to be messing with customers. I don't want to be yeah. interacting with human beings. Not at all. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Tad and Drug Show podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and listen live weekdays from 5 to 9 a.m. on B98.5. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.